So welcome back to Working Class Radio. This is Detour Dan with special guest Texas Tony's back Texas in the Tony. house. Yeah, Texas Tony. Can't, can't keep me away. We're going to give you some of that, that island reggae that showed up in England when he was a kid. So here we go. We're going to kick it off with one of the anthems, and we'll see how he reacts to this one. <laughs> I want all you skinheads to get up on your feet. Put your, Put your braces together and, and your, your boots, boots on your feet. feet. And give me some of that old moon stomping. Get ready! We got three million miles to reach on the moon. So let's start getting happy now. Ready? Yeah, 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 yeah! on the moon, fellas. We gotta make sure that everything is thick and strong. Alright? We gotta make sure you shine your boots. <laughs> Brush your teeth, because the man on the moon looking different from man on the earth. <laughs> That's what I say, boy. Now remember, I'm your boss, Skinner speaking. My name <laughs> is Caleb. Right. And remember, I'm the boss. You can see Look on my foot, or my feet, whatever you want to call it. You can see I've got the biggest boots. That's all right. Now, when I say sing, I want everybody to get in the groove and start singing because we're on the moon. Ready? One time. released in april of 1970 but i know it's been played throughout the years yeah what did it look like in london when that song hit uh the, the dance floor just looked like the mob had hit it you know what i mean because it was like you had skinheads sway dads uh and they they were all about the music the tunes and stuff like that and that came on and it was like it didn't matter who you were you were dancing and uh it was a real technical dance to master the skinhead moonstomp <laughs> you basically did three steps to the white lifting your right uh, sorry i'm tired three steps to the right lifting your knee up in the air and then you would scoot three steps to the left lifting your knee up in the air and then you would do three back to the right then three back to the left and so <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to mess that one up well yeah it is but fights have started <laughs> Because someone couldn't get it right, and then somebody stood on somebody's brand new Doc Martens, and it's all cracking off and stuff. But 
yeah, no, it was good. Everyone was dancing. Everyone was having a good time. And like I said, it, it cleared the walls and everybody got on the um, dance floor. And it was, it was just a good time for everybody. So it definitely was a song, song of unity, huh? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, you know, it was a skinhead anthem. You know what I mean? The skinhead moonstomp was the skinhead anthem. And that's what gets lost in, in the uh, translation of a lot of things is that, you know, the skinheads, they, they weren't racists. We were just inner city kids, bored shitless, who wanted, to, you know, nothing to do and wanted to belong. You know what I mean? It was like we all primarily had our head, head shaved anyway because... Um, Cheap well, haircut. Exactly. <laughs> I think I'd get 50p and I'd get me told to go down the hairdressers. I used to actually go down the hairdresser and get it done. It was like 50p or 20p, something like that, um, which is about 20 cents or whatever. You go down and you get, I want to, you know, just a skinhead. And they give you a skinhead and the guy would be like, hey, you want partings in it? And I'm like, yeah, give me partings in it. So I'd have a part on <laughs> shaved it into the right side of my head. And it just, my dad like, what the fuck do you look like? <laughs> <laughs> you can go back home with that haircut. <laughs> exactly. But, um, hey, you know, look at me now. I'm yeah, still so a skinhead. <laughs> this was Friday, Saturday night in the club. Is everybody dressed down in the nines? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you had your best jeans on, whatever you could afford. You had your, If you had Doc Martens on, you know, you had Doc Martens, obviously, and you polished the hell out of them. Um, if not, you'd have, like, combat boots or uh, blue suede shoes or... You know, and the girls, um, they always wore heels. You know what I mean? God bless them. They did that dance in their heels. Um, but everyone would either have a crombie on or it depends what time of year it was, but a crombie, um, a lot of the suede heads and, and stuff like that, that. Or you'd have uh, like a flight jacket, an M1 jacket, you call them over here, green or black or blue. Um, Harrington was a big one. We, I love my Harrington jackets. Um, they're the ones with the tweed on the inside. And the originals, they have like the three arch on the back of the, on the back across your shoulders. Um, and you had your best white t-shirt on, <laughs> your best red braces. And uh, yeah, you just went for it. You know what I mean? You didn't have to worry about your hair because you didn't have any. <laughs> <laughs> but, your part uh, was doing its part. <laughs> exactly. And the funny thing is, is like, I don't remember anyone wearing hats back then, except for old boys in the pub, you know what I mean? And uh, they'd have their flat caps on, but not many kids, you know what I mean? And if you had a shaved head, eh, you're looking good all the time. But no, it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun growing up like that. Next up, we're going to play The Liquidator by Harry J and the All-Stars. You remember this one, Tony? Yes, I do. It was as big as the Skinhead Moonstomp song Here in we the clubs. Go. Here we go.
So, Tony, what do you remember about the liquidator? Liquidator was was as big as a skinhead moonstomp in any um, club or still discos, I guess, back then. But, um, yeah, it was huge. I mean, everybody knew this song. I think it was... Um, it was just one of those theme songs, another theme song of the skinheads, you know what I mean? They, they, This song came out, and again, all the skinheads got on the floor, and they were doing skinhead moon stomp to the liquidator and stuff. And then, um, I mean, yeah, just making up all kinds of different dances to it. But a great song. Can't can't, uh, can't say I listened to it enough, but it's, again, thanks for reminding me how good it was anyway. Definitely. So the next one we got coming up is a Bad Manor song. Which song is that? So what's that song mean for you? Uh, <laughs> lip up fatty. I mean, first thing, lip up fatty, what it actually means is shut up. Um, Shit, I would have never known that. <laughs> it's from it's from Bud, Buster Blood Vessels, like school days and stuff. And that's what they would say is lip up fatty. And um, I guess it just carried on. And uh, that's why he says, don't call me fatty. But um, it was, when that came out, that guy was just full on. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Buster who? what the fuck is his name and it's Buster Blood Vessel and if you ever see him if you ever got a, the uh, chance to see him 
you know, even on stage or on TV, I mean, the guy goes 110 miles an hour and he's blood vessels are popping everywhere he just doesn't stop he's no. on stage as a big boy and he just goes he's a big lad and he he's don't like the energizer stop. bunny just <laughs> yeah. he's got going he's got veins popping out the side of his neck i didn't know you had veins you know what i mean and he's good he's a good dancer you know, or dancer you know what I mean? and he would just go non-stop sometimes i get confused what country i'm in dancer dancer but yeah the guy was off his rocker and um they had some great songs you know what i mean but just they were classed as the comical comical scar band you know what i mean and so they weren't taken as serious as say madness or the specials and stuff like that they were the, the comedian the, the comedic act of scar you know what I mean? Um, which is a shame because they, they, they were good. They were uh, great. They, they were yeah. high energy. Every time I, I got to see them twice, and <laughs> Every it was just time. high energy. Yeah. It was just balls to the wall and go for it. Yep. <laughs> you know I mean, God bless him. And you know what? The guy's had a lot of bad luck in his life. Um, you know, things that have failed and record labels that have dropped him and his own failed record label and stuff like that. Um, so more power to it, man. I hope, you know, I hope he found happiness and success wherever he went because i tell you what he sure did he, he gave me a rush and uh definitely, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> he he's definitely giving me some uh songs to hold on to for oh, my definitely. teenage years yeah i mean and, and he gave us a reason to get up off the wall and get on the floor and dance and try and emulate what he did you yeah know what I mean? he could do it we could do it <laughs> yeah but he did it all night long i'm good for one or two dances and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah right on so, so next up, you picked out the Pioneers. Yep. With Let Your Yeah Be A Yeah. Yeah, a beautiful song. And you had to get dancing with a girl on this one and any any um, party on the weekend and that, where they let us rascals in and stuff. Loved it. And here we go. You keep telling me yes, but you don't mean
So is the Pioneers being played at house parties or rec dances or or uh, your social clubs? I would say both. But um, what used to happen was like someone would have a party, whoever, <coughs> excuse me, and it's normally the older kids. Um, we'd kind of sneak in because someone knew somebody that knew somebody else and uh, would drink all their beers. They like Cans of beer used to come in a, a four-pint can. And so we'd put two of those under our arm, get, get out of sight and just drink a couple of those and you just wasted like that. And so people would bring their own personal record collections along, you know. And so this would come on. And again, it's kind of a, a fast, smoochy kind of get to know your partner kind of girl, you know what I mean? And I'm, da- I'm like 16, 15 and that. And I'm dancing with like 19 and 20 year olds. And I thought it was fucking Rockefeller. Not Rockefeller. <laughs> Who's the guy at the pool? You thought you were Hugh Hefner. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Playboy. I felt like him. <laughs> but um, yeah, and that was at like 14, 15, I guess. You know what I mean? And it was just it was just a good time song. You know what I mean? It's like, how can you... It's, it's weird um, just mixing what we're mixing today going from one kind of situation to another. But, yeah, house parties used to be great. The community centres, they would play, like, eh, pretty much straight-laced stuff, you know what I mean? Every now and again, you get the skinhead moonstomp, and it cause a riot. We're never playing that again. But, um, yeah, good song. It's the way it usually worked. They'd let you in once, and then decide they didn't (laughs) want you there. Weird. So, (laughs) talking about about that dark side of it, here we go with the specials and gangsters.
Ska. So what <laughs> what did you know about the Coventry, the specials? Well, the specials, yeah, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't know they were called the Coventry. Um, the specials, when they came out, it was um, first time I kind of remember it, sort of remember it, was um, One Step Beyond. Uh, not One Step Beyond, that's madness. Was done too much too young. And um, it just rocked the airways, you know what I mean? And it, and it just spoke to a lot of us. And one of my mates had a, he got his girlfriend pregnant. You know, his life, life as a single guy was over as he knew it. <coughs> None of us ex- have ex- experienced that. So we got to see babies born, you know what I mean, at 16, 17, stuff like that. And it was just uh, too much too young come out. And it was like, it was just right on the money, you know. So what I mean? it was speaking right to your generation. Absolutely, absolutely. And there was nothing else going on, you know. So Maggie Thatcher, yay! Yeah, for me, the specials brought the rude boy look. Like I didn't know what a rude boy was until yeah. I dug deeper into it to find out that they were gangsters in Jamaica. Gangsters. All I thought was a rude boy was somebody that rode a scooter, listened to ska, <laughs> had a pork pie hat, and came out of England. I no. did not know that it was created down in no, Jamaica. They graduated from a chased handguns to rifles, or not rifles, but submachine guns and everything. Yeah, the rude boys is um <laughs> bad boy, basically. Basically. So yeah, the specials brought me right into this next band, which is the English Beat and Tears of a Clown. Killer song.
So let me ask, Tony, was that your introduction to Smokey Robinson, that song right there? <laughs> no, I got introduced to Smokey Robinson from sitting in social clubs with my mum and dad. <laughs> very, very late night deals with after hour drinking going on. And uh, they loved him. And um, I, yeah, I got to admit, I, <laughs> I enjoyed him too. But no, I, I didn't really, I just realized that that was a Smokey Robinson song. And um, I'm getting down with the with the beat, and I'm like, wait a minute, that's who sung that? Oh, that's Smokey Robinson. That's right. And um, yeah, but no, the beat, the English beat, they, yeah, they were badass. Well, for me, Mirror in the Bathroom, like this yeah. was a staple band for yeah. most of the social dances I went to as a teenager. <laughs> they were always being played. You could dance with new wave girls. Everybody fit in to dance to the ska music that was yep. going on. Even Buster Blood Vessel. <laughs> Even Buster Blood, Blood Vessel. <laughs> so then it brings us right into madness. You know, the two-tone bands were coming out. This is the 80s for me. I'm barely, I'm not even a teenager yet. I think I bought my first suit at Goodwill and learned how to sew it to make it fit me with braces at 12, 13 years old. <laughs> and, you know, this was just so I could go out and skank. And <laughs> look good. <laughs> this next song is the one that blew my mind that was ready for it. Yeah. And here we go with Madness with One Step Beyond. Hey you, don't watch that. Watch this. This is the heavy, heavy monster sound. One Step Beyond. Yeah, I know that that song came out when I was six, seven years old, 1979. You know, I still wasn't in a suit. I didn't know what ska was. But when I heard it in my teenage years in junior high, fuck, I fell in love. 
Yeah, it was a, that song came out. I mean, I must have been probably seven or eight. <laughs> and my my first introduction to madness, to be honest, wasn't one step beyond. It was baggy trousers. Yeah, no, mine was one step beyond. I was a little older than eight, but um, it was just like this big, big sound coming across the TV. You know what I mean? Because that's all we got to see of them. And it was like you got this big guy and his big band, and they're just a big sound, and it was just like. One step beyond, da, na, na, and the whole thing just rocked, and they they were just so smooth, you know what I mean? It was just yeah, just to have that many people in a band, that many horns, they were tight. Yeah, they definitely yeah. played oh. and together. Yeah, yeah. I, it was reggae sunsplash, and it was right as so it would have been either eighty nine, ninety reggae sunsplash at the Greek Theater, and. I got to go. I was 16, 17 years old, God, and I was so excited about being there. It was another ska festival, even though it was Reggae Sunsplash and Madness played, and One Step Beyond came on, and I was on one side of the Greek theater, and <laughs> nobody stopped moving for that whole song. I ended up circling around the pit down there and ended up all the way at the other side, not even knowing where I was at in the Greek theater. You know, That was thing, right as... Reggae decided to go more towards jaw and digital drums and kind of ruin that whole sound for me. Yeah. And that was that was the beginning of the nineties for me. Like ska started moving out and these guys were getting old. Yeah. You know what came out recently that you and I just got our hands on is a seven inch that Tim Armstrong produced it, but it's yeah. Jimmy Cliff and it's the guns of Brixton. Yeah. So I want to thank Tony for showing up today on Upbeat Sound here Anytime. on Working Class Radio. Anytime. Right on. Then Detour Dan. And we're going to sign it off with this Guns to Brixton by Jimmy Cliff. When they kick out your front door, how you going to come with your hands on your head? Or on the trigger of your gun When the law breaks in How you gonna go? Shot down on the pavement Or waiting on that row You can crush us, you can bruise us But you'll have to answer too Oh, guns of Brixton 